Alright guys, welcome in. Um, that was uh, that was interesting. That was interesting to say the least. But the Chiefs have uh, found a way to win uh, in just one game. Chris Jones' defensive defensive tackle is twenty percent of the way to earning his one point two five million contract incentives for ten sacks. Okay, that's good to know. All right, uh, we are live. Let me quickly edit something uh, because I forgot to put the phone number or not the phone number, the link to call in rather. There's no phone number, uh, but hey, a win's a win. Yes, uh, the Chiefs won. Uh, let me edit this real quickly. If it lets me, that would be great. Um, otherwise, what I could do. Oh, there it is. It's uh, now letting me. Uh, never mind. Uh, okay, I screwed this up. Yeah, we're, we're having all kinds of issues here. Okay, guys, right there. Uh, I just commented uh, with the link for you guys to call into the live stream. We got a lot of things to talk about. We got a lot of things to talk about. Um, I think in terms of the defense, let's start with the great. Because I think the defense has been awesome this year. Uh, like, let's give air horns for the defense. Air horns for the defense, okay? If you told me before the season that the Chiefs defense was going to allow 14 points in week one and nine points in week two to the Lions and the Jaguars, I would have said there's no way in hell the, the defense, even with Chris Jones, I would have said there's no way that's possible. And the defense showed up. The Lions put a beating on the Seahawks today. So this defense right now has been looking pretty damn good. Uh, yes, Joe, I am having some issues like the Chiefs are today. Uh, not, it's, it's not good. I'm, I'm going to try to shake it off because um, that's what we're doing. We're making T-Swift references now. Um, so I like what I'm seeing from the defense. Are, is the defense perfect? No. They are allowing a lot of yards, I feel like. I, I feel like they're allowing receivers to get open in space, especially on short yard passes. I think You saw the Jaguars do that a lot today. But um, the Chiefs, they found a way. This is a bend-don't-break defense. It was this way with Bob Sutton. It was worse, but it was still about the same, where it was a bend-don't-break defense. Um, this is not a Chief. A lot of people thought the Chiefs, we're going to be forced to put up 30 or 40 points a game just to try to save the team. No, not even not even remotely close to that right now. A lot of people felt like week one was going to be a high-scoring game. Not at all the case. A lot of people thought this was going to be somewhat of a um, somewhat of a shootout. Not at all the case. Not even close to it. Neither team could uh, surpass 20 points. Um, the Chiefs have some things to work on. Now, I will say, I think the Chiefs, Played much better in the second half, although there were op opportunities missed. But I love what Mahomes did. The drive to um, the drive to open up the second half, where they found Kelsey in the end zone, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I, I thought it was great the way the Chiefs put that drive together, and it was very quick, 
very smooth, very solid, uh, just kind of felt normal. Like the, the, that's the Chiefs offense we know and love. As far as uh, the offensive line goes, yeah, we have some issues. Uh, Jawan Taylor, I don't know. Listen, I'm not a rules expert. It, uh, Pat McAfee said it best when we were talking about roughing the passer last year. He said, I don't know what roughing the passer is. This whole thing with Juwan Taylor and his issues with um, the snap and the pre-snap, I don't know what to make of that because he did this last year as a member of the Jaguars. I would be very curious to know what Andy Reid says about uh, that situation this week. Um, that, that I'm very curious to know his thoughts on that. But in general, the Chiefs were great today. Uh, in terms of total yardage, much better than last week, 399 yards. Hopefully, to, I don't know if there was an over-under for total yards, but if it was right at 400, hopefully you took the over. Uh, look at the Chiefs today. The Chiefs committed 12 penalties for 94 yards, almost the entire length of a football field. In addition to that, they committed three turnovers. If you told me the Chiefs were going to commit three turnovers and 12 penalties, I would have said there's no chance in hell the Chiefs are winning this game. So the Chiefs have been uh, playing in some weird games this year, okay? Um, this one was weirder because you get your two, your second and third best players back, and essentially, uh, the offense took a little bit of a step back, it feels like. Um, there were less... Issues with the receivers. Um, I know uh, Sky or not Sky Moore. Um, uh, Tony, he did have that play in the second half where he caught a pass. He fumbled it and went, but 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 he got it back. Um, so we're we're trying to you know be optimistic here, coming off a win. And I think in general, um, Tony played better. Uh, we didn't see too much of Tony after that really impressive drive in the first half where he had three catches for like forty one yards. Uh, but eventually they went to him a little more. Um, he had two more passes. He also uh, got like a, I don't know if it was a jet sweep. I don't remember what it was, but he had a run in this game. I think that might've been in reference to the fumble. Um, maybe that was it. I don't know. Um, I don't even recall his one supposed carry for three yards. Maybe that was on a jet sweep or something handoff. I don't know. Um, the second Listen, this wasn't the most exciting win. Probably one of the more low key wins. The Chiefs have had with Mahomes, but I'll take a win right now because I think for a team that's the reigning Super Bowl champions, a team that's whose defense has been dealing with that Chris Jones drama, he's not there for week one. They play well. He comes back. They play even better. They go from allowing 14 points to nine points. That is pretty damn impressive for the Chiefs defense because I think there were still some, some concerns with this defense, even with Chris Jones. You look at the offensive side of the ball, um, the receivers, I think, played better today. Sky Moore, three catches for 70 yards, had that nice 54 uh, catch and run play towards the end to help uh, get close to sealing the game. Isaiah Pacheco stepped up and had a much better second half. He only had one carry in the first half. He had 11 in the second half and went off for 66 yards in the second half. So that was good to see. Uh, didn't see a lot of Jarek McKinnon on the ground, but did have three catches for 24 yards. That's kind of where his bread and butter is. He's really good in, um, in helping the chiefs in that department. Noah gray was pretty active. You know, who else was really active today was Justin Watson, three catches for 62 yards. I think he was the most reliable uh, receiver. He was targeted a couple more times. He obviously did have that uh, fumble, which I thought was pretty damn close. 
Um, sometimes it just happens. Uh, but in general, I think the Chiefs played much better with their receivers. Now, um, the big concern here, I already talked about Jawan Taylor a little bit. It has not been really good so far. Jawan dealing with all these issues here. I don't know. What, and by the way, I, I was a little surprised they went with um, Prince Tegawanahu. Um, uh, I don't think we, we ever we have ever seen him play in the regular season. Uh, so that was a bit of a surprise. I was wondering if the Chiefs were going to go back to um, Lucas Niang. We haven't seen Lucas Niang uh, play a whole lot on offense in quite some time. Um, unless he's on... Or, I, or he might not be uh, available. For, I think he was inactive for this game. So, uh, but but I was a little surprised because um, I didn't pay attention to the inactives. I just cared to see if Jones and uh, Kelsey were officially active. But nonetheless, um, yeah, yeah, Joey, I saw that. Uh, okay, I, I, I do want to address this. Um, Carlos is saying Matt Nagy sucks. Okay. Um. <laughs> Okay, uh, just, just let, let me know what you guys think. What are your thoughts on the offensive coordinator? Because I'm seeing a lot of people in these last two games talk about the enemy versus Nagy, which is crazy because whenever the Chiefs had issues like this on offense last year, a lot of Chiefs fans were pointing the finger at Eric Bieniemy. Now, when the offense has issues, a lot of Chiefs fans are saying, "Boy, uh, we kind of miss Eric Bieniemy." I'm, I'm not quite sure, like, what to make of this. I know Nagy had a better offense in 2017 because that year you had Alex Smith, you had Travis Kelsey, Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill. Uh, now you have um, Patrick Mahomes, and you still have Travis Kelsey, but he's coming back from injury. No Tyreek Hill, no Kareem Hunt. An offensive line that's, you know, not necessarily playing up to its standards. Um, I don't know. The The play calling has been interesting. I will say this. Remember at one point in the second half, by the way, I'm going to take off these headphones because uh, I, I was going crazy watching the game. So I'm going to take these off for a moment. But um, to me... And I'm just reading your guys' comments while talking at the same time, multitasking at its best. I like Matt Nagy. I'm glad Matt Nagy came back to the Chiefs. When Matt Nagy and Doug Peterson were available, I was one of the very few people that pointed out there. I said, look, they were both great offensive assistants for the Chiefs. Is there a chance they come back? Matt Nagy ended up coming back. Started off as a quarterback's coach, built a really good relationship with Patrick Mahomes. He didn't. He didn't work much with Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes was a rookie behind Alex Smith. Mahomes only played one game under uh, Matt Nagy um, in the regular season. So I was excited to see the two of them work together uh, this time in a more serious matter where uh, Mahomes is playing games that actually matter because that game against the Broncos didn't mean a whole lot. I... Oh, by the way, that fourth down play, remember fourth and one or fourth and inches, whatever it was, what did the Chiefs do? They ran the ball with Pacheco, and they got a first down. I said this in the first half. What is it on third and short where we are not, we are not uh, getting the ball to the running backs? Where, where, where's our confidence with the running backs? We're doing a jet sweep one week, and then in the first half today, 
were throwing the ball on third and short. Okay. Um, and by the way, th- that was a little weird because the play before MVS did have a first down, but he went backwards, kind of Demarcus Robinson style. Um, I-, I-, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I-, I-, I liked what I saw from the Chiefs when they ran the ball. They didn't do much of it in the first half. They only ran four times. Two of them were scrambles by Mahomes, and two of them were runs. One from Pacheco, one from uh, McKinnon. That's it. Those are the only runs the Chiefs had in the first half. Well, what do they do to open up the second half? They run the ball, and Pacheco is playing pretty damn good. He finished the game with, what, 12 carries for 70 yards, I think? Uh, Yeah, 12 for 70. So that's pretty good for a pass-heavy team like the Chiefs. I don't expect Pacheco to get um, 15 to 20 carries and to surpass 100 yards every single week because this offense does not game plan for that often. Um, There are very few times where Andy Reid has ran the ball more than he's passed. Uh, By the way, I'm going to try this one more time. If you guys want to call in, um, I have the uh, link. In the, um, I just commented with it. Let me see if I can pin it on my end. Um, we don't need to hear that twice. Uh, let's see. Uh, bear with me. Okay. I have the comment pinned. So it should be there. If you guys want to call in, I want to hear from you guys. Um, I like what the Chiefs did in this football game, uh, defensively. Offensively, man, if you hold a team to nine, man, you gotta, you gotta win by more points. I'm surprised they didn't light up the scoreboard like a lot of people thought they would have. Um, but I think there are times to um, there. There's time to improve that. You have Chicago next week, right? That's who they have next. So this is Kansas City's chance to go back to the drawing board, figure out things. Look, the issues the Chiefs have right now with uh, with their offense, I think they're fixable. Um, I'm a little. Scared about the left tackle situation. I thought Donovan Smith was going to be much better. Uh, Jawan Taylor, I think, is good. But, man, just figure out the, the priest. Now. And, look, if the uh, if the um, if the rule, if the the rule rules are going to be adjusted midseason, then I guess you have to abide by them. And I don't think it's going to be going to be that difficult of a thing to adjust to. So I think the Chiefs can figure that out moving forward. All right. Uh, let's make sure this works. Daniel, I see you. You are waiting. Uh, Daniel. Hey, what's, what's going, going on? on what's going on? What's up? Uh, you know, uh, you know great, great to see the game come back. Great to see the team uh, respond back. I mean, I, lo- I love that. I think the offense is going to be okay uh, with Travis Kelsey finally coming back. Um, maybe they didn't have that sync that they had, but um, the defense, who needs training camp, right? I mean, Chris Jones is great. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I knew that defense was going to be good. I mean, yeah, they only gave up 14 points last week to a to a uh, yep. a Lions team. So you got to remember that they did really well. Um and he just makes it even that um defense more even better. My concern is did Jawan Taylor get b- benched for a series or like I mean, I don't I like him more than Orlando Brown, but I mean, I knew all eyes were going to be on on uh, Jawan Taylor. I was like over under how many false starts, five false starts he gets called on, how many Illegal formation yeah. line that you're gonna get. So uh, I, I don't think Andy Reid spoke yet, uh, but it, it, uh, he was benched unless something happened. I mean, I don't think he was injured. Uh, I, I'd be curious to know if Andy Reid will 
we'll, we'll say anything about that. But he was talking to Andy Heck on the sidelines, the offensive line coach. Um, so I don't know. Uh, that's that's a weird situation there. And I know you mentioned Orlando Brown. He's actually replacing Andrew Wiley on the right tackle spot. Donovan Smith's the left tackle. But I get your point. Like, you want better offensive tackle play this year because the offensive tackle play was horrendous last year. Um, and Jawan Taylor is supposed to be a, a big part of that. Um, so I do think, you know, whatever the issue is, I think that's very fixable this week. I think you can fix that within the next week or two, hopefully one week, but I, I think it's fixable nonetheless. Right. And, and, and I mean, and the corners did okay. I mean, I mean, they shut Calvin Ridley down. Um, <clears throat> even though I know that hey, we got helped by that back of the end zone, but three, th- three, uh, three catches that were incomplete because of the, yeah. uh, you know the Jacksonville Jaguars don't know the dimension of the field as far as the receivers go, <laughs> but yeah, but it, 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 it was great, great comeback win. I love it. I mean, look who let hey, well, surprise, surprise. Look who's a uh, who, who got beat pretty bad in Buffalo. Um, where are those fans at? Yeah, um, they were you know. celebrating that their their Super Bowl was last week, Daniel. Yes, yes. I mean, between that and 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 the zero and two, let's pay our quarterback to throw a hundred times and not win. But you yeah. know, hey, I'm I'm shooting out. I'm shooting because I heard so much, so yeah. much, so much that I, I'm just I'm shooting shooting today. I'm shooting this year. I don't usually, right. usually don't talk, but you are choosing violence, Daniel. That is what you I am. Shooting. I am shooting today. Yes, I am going to shoot. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, I, I appreciate you calling in, man. I appreciate your no comments problem. as always, man. You take care. You All have right. a great day. You too. You too. Have a good one. All right. Uh, if you guys want to call in, please let me know your thoughts. Uh, let me just put the. Uh, Put the link one last time. Yeah. So uh the Bengals, congratulations to the Bengals. They finally scored an offensive touchdown this year. Uh their special teams unit got their first score. It was a punt return. Uh Joe Burrow got $275 million. Yeah. And he's only had two touchdowns, and the Bengals are 0-2. Money well spent. Money well spent for the Bengals. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about the Chiefs defense. I love the Chiefs defense, uh, the way they play these two games. Um, you have an interesting Chicago team coming in. Like, their offense has not been great. So the expectation is they'll they'll play similar, maybe better, right? You would hope. But again, man, the Chiefs always play in these weird games. That weird things happen to the Chiefs, so I don't know. Um, Sean, says, Sean says a bunch of jabronis. Uh, by the way... Fun fact, um, ever since the Bengals started that Burrowhead bullshit, they have not won a game. So, yeah, Burrowhead, Burrowhead, Burrowhead. Keep saying that. Keep saying that. You have not won a – the Bengals keep talking all this shit. They, they did the whole Burrowhead thing. Um, they go into Cleveland, and they're calling them the elves, and, the, and you lose to the elves. Uh, like, this is – I mean, for a team that – runs their mouth a lot. You should probably focus on getting better offensively. You have two touchdowns in two games. Offensive touchdowns, that is. Yeah, that's nice. Your special team guy got a touchdown, but you can't rely on that every single game. You just can't. Um, I, and you know what? I'm also bitter as hell because I picked the Bengals on my parlay, and they fucked that up. Well, they weren't the only ones. Thanks to the Chargers also. Uh, you're 0-2. And I know what Bengals fans are going to say. Oh, we started 0-2 last year. Yeah, the Bengals have not been successful long enough to prove that they can overcome these kinds of things on a consistent basis. Um, 
Andy Reid, uh, Adam Tucker just tweeted, Andy Reid said he expected a lot from Chris Jones today, but maybe not to that level. Yeah, Chris Jones had one and a half sacks today. George Karloftis, what a game from him. Picking up from where he left off last year. Had a quiet week last week, but he had one and a half sacks also, which is cool to see. FAU got his first sack of the year. Mike Dana, second game in a row with a sack. It's only half of a sack, but still counts. Um, man, I love it. At times, like it just felt like the defense knew how to rattle uh, 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 Trevor Lawrence. I mean, they just knew how to uh, how to get to him and uh, give him a hard time. 22 of 41 passes, just a little over 50%, 216 yards. Uh, in today's NFL, if you allow 216 in a game, that is not bad at all. That, that is good for your defense. Um, I remember at one point, 200 was, or 250 was considered great for a quarterback. But in this case... Um, no touchdowns, no picks in this one, but four sacks for the Chiefs defense. I love it. Um, I'm really happy with this defense, the way they're playing. Uh, I think the defense definitely stepped up and played better. You can see that with the sack total, uh, the amount of total yards they allowed, and also with the amount of points they allowed on the scoreboard. Uh, and I think Chris Jones coming back, yeah, obviously has a, a hand in that. Um, how, would have they, how, would have, how would they have done without Chris Jones for the second game in a row? I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, you're, you're out there, um, uh, and you're not allowing touchdowns. That's, that's the most important thing more than anything. If, if you're a bend, don't break defense, it's not preferred, but that's far from the worst thing in the world. If you're the chief's offense, you got to capitalize if you told me before the game, the Bengal or excuse me, the Jaguars were only going to score nine, man, I would have told you for sure the Chiefs are going to win in the blowout. Um, <clears throat> I don't know uh, what the Chiefs' offense needs to do. I don't know if their first game with Kelsey back was a little different. They've got to figure it out, though. A hundred percent. Travis says. Carloftis uh, is going to be a dominating force and a premium name. Dude is a beast and constantly working to better himself. Yeah, he, he's. I like it. I, I like what we saw from uh, from Carloftis. Um, I thought he got involved a little bit last week. Did he have a pass deflection last week? I want to say he did. Um, so that was nice to see him get involved a little bit last week. Today stepped up even more. And I said before the game, if you have the Jaguars offense trying to, whether it's with two offensive linemen, whether it's with a running back uh, or, or, or whoever you have lined up as a fullback, um, if you want to double-team Chris Jones, that will open up the door for FAU, for Mike Dana, for Carl Loftus to go out there and get to Trevor Lawrence. And all three of them ended up doing that. Uh, I wish there was a parlay for that, but no, there, there wasn't. So uh, I, I love the defensive effort today and this year in general. Um, what is that? Uh, 11, uh, 11 points allowed? Yeah, 11 and a half points allowed. The Chiefs defense allowed 11 and a half points. You know, what, let me just add the uh, pick six. That uh, the Chiefs defense, uh, the Chiefs in general as a team, offense and defense, uh, and special teams, the Chiefs have allowed 15 points per game. The first, obviously, it's just two games. We can't, you know, hand out Defensive Player of the Year awards yet. But in two weeks, um, the Chiefs' defense playing far better than any of us probably expected. I did not think. Did it, be honest here? 
with or without Chris Jones, did you think the Chiefs would average 15 points per game? Uh, points allowed per game? I didn't. Um, I, I thought they would definitely struggle with Jacksonville and with um, with Detroit. The complete opposite. Look at Detroit today. I did not see the final score in that one. So bear with me. Let me double check on that. Uh, the Lions put a beating on the Seahawks. Oh, no, the Seahawks won. Shit. I was not paying attention to that game. Uh, boy, what the hell happened in that one? Seattle scored 14 points in the fourth quarter? Okay, I completely missed that. Uh, boy. Where did things go wrong in that game? Okay. I must have okay. I, I didn't realize. I mean, the, listen. My point is, the, the the Lions put up 31 points in their loss today. Um, not near as close. All of them were offensive scores, right? Uh, pass from Jared Goff, four yard run from Montgomery, another Jared Goff. Jared Goff had three touchdowns in this game. Yeah, three touchdown passes. Um, so yeah, I think the Chiefs' defense is 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 pretty good. Again. Small sample size, but that's all we have to go off right now. Rochelle says, I think they needed Chris Jones. Yeah, you know, last week, did they need Chris Jones to win the game? No. Could he have made a difference? Possibly. Um, I still stand by everything I said. Like last week, the loss was not because you did not have Jones nor Kelsey. Uh, the receivers were not focused at all. And with Kadarius Tony, by the way, I, I want to go back to him. With Kadarius Tony, the most important thing to realize is did you see how he was running on that drive where he had three catches for 41 yards? The way he was evading defenders, breaking tackles, and just using get the Chiefs closer to uh Darius Tony. Um, I know the Giants are playing right now. I just saw them 7-0. I definitely need a Saquon Barkley touchdown so I can uh, win some uh, cold, hard cash. But um, I mean, the only bad thing was the uh, fumble from KT. Thankfully, he recovered it. If if the other team recovered, if the Jaguars' defense got it, I think there would have been a lot of interesting uh, talking points at that one. But fortunately, we were able to avoid that discussion. Uh, I, I, I like, I like K- KT. I would rather be on the same team as KT than be against I think there's a I think the Jaguars with the way they did their quick passes today if they had a player like Kadarius Tony I think they would be, be able to utilize him in certain ways uh Jones showed up today Travis says his holdout was worthless in the end yes and no uh mostly yes it was worthless but uh we made it work without uh him last week he showed up today and his presence was felt yeah 100 percent um, how many throws did Jared Goff? He threw 44 times in this one. Is that what you're trying to say, Brad? Yeah. I mean, listen, the lions lit up the, uh, the Seahawks and they still lost. Um, the chiefs did not have Chris Jones last week and they only surrendered 14 points. So again, you know, the defense, which is by far the most, the biggest bright spot on the team right now, uh, without Chris Jones last week and with Chris Jones this week. Um, I love it. I, I, I love the way the defense is looking. Uh, so 
hopefully they can build off that against a Chicago team that, you know, you're, you're not really sure about. Kevin says it's a long season. Take the road uh, win and be satisfied. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I'll take the win. Again, not the most thrilling of victories. Um, you know, Mom's had a couple of touchdown passes in there. Travis Kelsey, uh, I mean, pretty big drive for him on that uh, opening possession for the second half. And, you know, that got a lot. That that really helped kind of jolt some confidence in uh, good old Chiefs kingdom. So, uh, Carolyn says, we're lucky Lawrence kept overthrowing his receivers. Yeah, and I think a big part of that was the pressure that the Chiefs were putting on, uh, on uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, pro football focus or whatever it's worth to all of you. I know we've had a discussion about that this week. Um, but uh, I'm really curious to know what the uh, total stats are in terms of how many pressures the Chiefs got on Trevor Lawrence because they were not stopping at all. Uh, Melissa says, yeah, okay, we have not talked about this yet. Notice how angry Travis Kelsey has been. Yeah, Travis Kelsey twice was penalized today for non-like gameplay related type of things. I think there were different penalties. To, um, one of them was an unsportsmanlike conduct where all he did was just rip the chin strap open from his helmet. I don't know why that's a penalty unless something else happened that was not caught on camera or that the audio, the microphones could not pick up. Um, as far as... The other penalty, when Sky Moore got that big play uh, late in the game, uh, he he was John jawing with a couple of uh, Jaguars players today. Um, I remember, uh, I remember in 2016, he was going at it with those Jaguars players. Remember where he threw the towel at the referee, and he was just livid because the Jaguars kept getting away with penalties. Uh, especially that horse collar penalty on Kelsey and the referees did not call it at all. Uh, which by the way, I didn't blame Kelsey on that one because you know, when the defense is constantly getting away with those kinds of penalties um, or penalties that should be called. Yeah, I would be livid too. Um, so I don't know how many of those Jaguars players from that season are still around. Um, and maybe if any of those guys were talking shit, I would have to look at, at the rosters and compare. But yeah, Travis Kelsey was not. Uh, see, Nick says uh, in the comment here, when you're not playing up to your own expectations as an athlete, it's extremely frustrating. He's always had fire. Yeah, and I think today there was that one point after that Carla or not Carla, uh, Sky Moore catch. Andy Reid is talking to Kelsey on the sidelines, has a hand around him, and is like, "Dude, chill out, like relax." Um, so I don't know if things were said on the field. I don't know if Taylor Swift broke up with him. I don't know exactly what was going on, but uh, I don't know. Uh, things were um, things were uh, different today for Kelsey out there. I think he was frustrated because he felt maybe felt like the offense could have been better last week without him, and maybe it was just hard to watch from the sidelines. And then today, the offense putting up even fewer points with him back. And maybe he felt like uh, he could have been better there. By the way, a very scary moment at one point when uh, Mahomes threw a high pass to Kelsey that he was trying to pull in. And three Jaguars players, I mean, with uh, the utmost speed that all three of those guys can possess, all closing in on Kelsey at the same time. And again, Kelsey was in the air trying to jump and get this ball. And they kind of went for his knees unintentionally. I mean, they're just trying to get him down. Um, but that was kind of a scary moment there for Travis Kelsey. So 
don't bring the love life on the field. Yeah, we're we're trying. We're trying. Uh, yeah, training camp. Actually, we we saw that. We uh, we did see that. Yeah, Raymond, you're right. The turnovers and the penalties were just weird. When you when you do a terrible job of those two things, uh, that 99% of the time leads to a loss. Tyler says it was just one of those physical games. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. I, I, I think in general, you know, and, and I don't know with Kelsey's age, what's going on, the injury. I mean, we listen, he hyperextended his knee. Um, Kelsey's a tough guy. He really is. But if you get, if you guys watch the Kelsey documentary, so minor spoiler alert, so much of that uh, does revolve around Jason Kelsey's consideration for retirement. Did you guys watch Thursday Night Football? I know there's this talk about the tush push. Um, obviously, as the center, you're snapping the football to your quarterback, and then you're trying to get this massive yardage on these tush push quarterback sneaks. And guess who's on the bottom of every single one of those damn piles? Jason freaking Kelsey. I can understand why he's contemplating retirement because he's on the bottom of those damn things every time. So with Kelsey, you know, again, he's getting he's up there in age too, uh, about a year or two behind his brother. Um, and with the amount of energy he has uh, exerted over the years, getting these thousand yards year in and year out, seven consecutive years. Um, yeah, I can understand why it may be catching up to him a little bit. Uh, how many yards did he have in this one? He only had three catches, I think. Um, three uh, four catches for 26 yards was targeted nine times. His longest pass was for nine yards. Um, that was the second fewest longest catch by a chief today. MVS had a catch that only went for eight yards. Um, anyone else who caught a pass had at least 10 or more yards. So, uh, yeah, this wasn't necessarily the best game from Kelsey. Obviously, he did have the catch in the end zone. Um, so that that that, that would ob- that obviously kind of helped um, not put a complete damper to his day. Um, but, yeah, he definitely, I think, expects better from him. Uh, I know there were some people online contemplating, you know, you know, should he maybe rest this game also? Um, listen, the Chiefs did not have a clear-cut big-time receiver in this one. Those were both near the end of the games. Kadarius Tony for the longest part of the game, was really your primary pass catcher. And this is a guy that probably faced the most amount of criticism within the last 10 days. And he definitely played way better than this one. Um, I think when you have five catches, you definitely want more than 35 yards out of Canarius, Tony. So I, I'm curious to know, this is a step, okay? Um, you can't, you know, go from point A to point C right away. Um, maybe you got to ease him back into things a little bit. And I think a game like this, the best thing that could have happened to Kadarius Tony at the very least is that he restores his confidence back into things. Okay. Um, did he have a drop in this one or was it just a fumble? I don't think he had a drop, uh, but I also can't recall. I, I want to say there was a drop from someone. I can't remember who, but in general, Kadarius Tony had a much better day. He was far more reliable in this game than he was last week. Okay. We can all agree on that. Uh, Nick is asking, uh, let me uh, take this back to the right tabs. 
Um, oh, well, strong comment. Uh, why are the coaches not using Ross more? Yeah, I, everyone's asking about this. I, I talked about this before the game and at halftime. Uh, I think they're, they're trying to ease him back into things. This guy did not play football for almost two years. He had the preseason. He had uh, the regular season. I'd be curious to know how many snaps he played in this one. Um, that is the wrong game. Uh, yeah, Justin Ross was not targeted in this game as opposed to last week where he had one catch. So I'm curious to know what he does um, moving forward. Uh, don't be surprised if he doesn't play a whole lot next week either, unless it's a blowout and the Chiefs put in their backups late in the game. Um, I would say by week four or week five, that's my guess. I think that is when you can start to expect Justin Ross to start playing a little bit more. And look, when Justin Watson, um, I mean, the day he he had probably the best stats of any receiver up until Sky Moore's big play. So when Justin Watson is your best player statistically for 3.9 quarters, yeah, there, there may be some concerns with that ultimately. So I think the Chiefs are going to try to go back to the drawing board. They've got a lot of things to figure out on the offensive side of the ball, some things to improve on defensively, but ultimately they got the win on the road. Kelsey's back. Chris Jones is back. Both uh, made an impact today, more so Jones than Kelsey. Uh, But I think the Chiefs are moving in the right direction. Uh, Again, not the most exciting win for the Chiefs, but they are moving in the right direction. Listen, would you rather be one and one with a very disappointing uh, loss last week by one point? Or would you rather be like the Bengals, who only have two touchdowns offensively in two games? Um, I had more confidence in the Bengals to improve than the Bills. But uh, the Bengals, I mean, they've got all sorts of issues. Uh, that's certainly not anything you want if you're uh, if you're the Chiefs. The Chiefs have some problems to figure out of their own, but I think they're more fixable than some of the other offensive issues you might be seeing around the league. So I trust Kansas City's going to bounce back. They're still going to be the favorites um, moving forward, uh, but nonetheless, uh, I think the Chiefs. If you're if you're Andy Reid, uh, you know I, I trust I, I trust Andy Reid will figure things out. If you're Andy Reid, you got a lot to work on. But I, he's been here before. He's coached a lot of teams. Listen, the Chiefs had a one and five start, and they won their playoff game, their first playoff game in 22 years that year. Mahomes um, had too many penalties, too many miscues. There's stuff we can learn from. Yeah, kind of similar to what I was saying. Um, yeah, he had the one and five start in 2015. He had that weird three and four start two years ago, which a lot of people wrote off the Chiefs, even though they were just one game below 500. So whatever the Chiefs have, I think they can figure it out. With Andy Reid, with Doug Peterson, with Mahomes and Kelsey as your offensive leaders, I think you can figure it out. The defense is playing well. One of my biggest complaints about this franchise in in general the past few years is we have not seen a balance with the offense and the defense. And if the offense steps up, man, you might have a top five offense with a top 10, potentially top five defense. I know it's early, but... In two games, this is not what I expected from the Chiefs defense. This is far better than I could have ever imagined. I I don't think anybody ever... How many people out there predicted the Chiefs would hold the Jaguars to single-digit points? I don't think anybody, even the most biased Chiefs fan, would have thought that would have happened in this game. So there are some things to feel pretty good about defensively. And if you're the offense, uh, start picking it up. Okay, yeah, two games to figure it out. You've had the preseason. I think that can uh, that, that you can learn a lot from these two weeks 
and kick a lot of ass next week against the Bears. All right. My name is Farzeen Vasugian. Thank you guys for joining me for this episode of the Chiefstone, our post-game live chat. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we're everywhere. Apple, Spotify, all those great places. Tune in, iHeartRadio, all those great places. Go check out the Chiefstone podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't done so already, please follow us on Facebook and on YouTube. We do our live shows and our live chats, our, basically all of our live streams on Facebook and on YouTube. So please in, um, please make sure you guys are following me on there as well. My name is Farzee Vasugia, and thank you guys again for downloading and listening to this episode of the Chief Zone. I'm out. Take care.